Welcome back to The Real News Network. I'm Paul J. in Baltimore, and welcome back to Reality Asserts Itself with Robert Moses. Bob Moses joins us again in the studio. Thanks for joining us. Bob Moses is an educator and civil rights activist during the 1960s. He was a field secretary for SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, as well as one of the main organizers of the Mississippi Freedom Summer Project that helped register black voters in the Deep South. He was an outspoken critic of the Vietnam War. From 69 to 75, he worked as a teacher in Tanzania. In 92, he received the MacArthur Fellowship, which he used to develop the Algebra Project an organization aimed at improving math education in poor communities. He's the author of Radical Equations, Civil Rights from Mississippi to the Algebra Project. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. So we're going to pick up the story uh, in the early 60s. Uh, you're one of the main organizers of the Freedom Summer Project, which is a big drive to register voters in the Deep South. Uh, how, do, how, does, how do you get to there? Right. So actually, um, one of the main uh, ways in which we get to Freedom Summer is uh, when Megger is assassinated. So um, Megger is assassinated on June 11, 1963, um, and uh, several things um, shift because of his assassination. Uh, one is Allard Lowenstein, who is dean of freshmen at Yale, um, had been dean of freshmen at Stanford and was a kind of democratic operative, right, in the Humphrey wing of the Democratic Party, right. Um, he comes down into the state um, to check out what's going on in Mississippi uh, because of mega, right. The other person who moves is Robert Spike. So Spike is the uh, outreach coordinator for the National Council of Churches, and he decides that uh, the National Council of Churches has now get, got to get involved in the civil rights movement. So he actually comes up to me at the March on Washington and says that he's decided to put his resources into Mississippi because it's the only place where uh, he can say he's working with all of the civil rights organizations, right, because we have this COFO banner uh, NAACP, SCLC, CORE, and SNCC are all working together under COFA. Um, and then the other thing that happens is after Mega's assassination, the young people uh, um, try to march, right? And Where was this? This is in Jackson at the funeral, right? And so after the funeral, they are marching down the main street of Jackson, Capitol Street, and there's this phalanx of police officers, all right, with their guns drawn, right? And there's this dramatic moment. John Doe steps out into the street, right, and um, asks the young people to stop, right? So it's clear to us, the SNCC field secretaries, that uh, we need a different direction about what we're doing. And so we turn our attention away from uh, the voter registration per se and begin uh, to pick up the process of running candidates for office. So um, after the March on Washington, we all we go up to the March on Washington, right? Um, and during the summer, we're having uh, some workshops in the Delta, but um, we're also getting ready 
uh, to have candidates run for office. So, so instead of just registering where people would have to vote for more or less establishment candidates, you start organizing your own candidates. Well, yes. Um, nobody's getting <laughs> registered to vote, right? I mean, you we're taking people done. down. Nobody's actually getting registered, right? Um, and we're not thinking that we're going to actually get anybody elected. But we're thinking that we're going to raise the consciousness of people to understand that they are actually one day going to participate and, and what, elect people. What are examples of things that were preventing you from registering people? Well, um, you have to go back to the layers of, of opposition because Mississippi is, I mean, one of the things that distinguishes the movement in the Mississippi theater of the civil rights movement is that it's acting uh, against the whole state and there's statewide organized opposition, right? Uh, which goes from the highway patrolmen who arrest you uh, to vigilantes who attack you to murder, right? Um, there, um, you know, Mega's not the only one who's gunned down, right? Um, so anyway, um, in the fall of 1963, we actually run Aaron Henry and Ed King. Ed King is a white minister at Tougaloo who is from Vicksburg, Mississippi, for governor and lieutenant governor in a parallel process and run what we call a freedom vote, right? So people can go and register with us right, and vote for the candidates. It's kind of a mock vote to show what would happen if people actually if could people vote. If people actually could vote, right. But it's also a consciousness raising issue, right, um, the, to get people in the, the mindset that one day they are actually going to run candidates and elect people, right. Um, so when we do that, then we get um, uh, white students come down, Al Lowenstein, uh, brings uh, students from Yale and Stanford down. Um, and the National Council of Churches um, brings uh, 50 ministers from across the Midwest. Uh, we have a Freedom Day in Hattiesburg. We have the first integrated picket line. It starts in December and runs uh, right into the summer, right? Um, but uh, what allows it to happen is this national attention, right? These ministers coming down from all over the Midwest. Now, there's a debate going on at this time about direct action versus registration, also direct action versus that candidates. Debate, actually, the, the, the issue of direct action versus uh, voter registration had been settled way back, I'm saying way back. I mean, uh, one of the issues um, is that time is like collapse. So I mean, I think of this period of time is like every year is five years, right? So way back in the fall of 1961, um, the issue of whether we're going to do voter registration or direct action had been settled around the Macomb walkout, right? Um, in the fall of in the in the summer of 1961. All the action is in a three-county area in the southwest part of Mississippi, right? And it's there. Um, I mean, the first time we take people down to register in Amick County, um, the highway patrol arrests me, right? Um, 
I have been told if I get arrested, call collect, uh, call DC, call John Doe in DC. And so I did. I, I said, I, can I make a call? And um, I lucked out. Uh, Doe was in his office. He accepted the call. Uh, that was a seminal moment because um, what, what people were now um, aware of was that we weren't just isolated working um, here. Uh, we had a direct line into uh, Washington, D.C. to the Justice Department, right? So the newspaper the next day tried to call collect, right? And so it became a big headlines, right? Um, so this was important for black people, right? Um, that um, we, they weren't doing this um, uh, just out there, right? That there was uh, some hookup now to the federal government on this uh, really isolated work going down, taking people down to register, right? So, um, but then the next, you know, the next time we went down, um, after that happened, uh, E.W. Steptoe called C.C. Bryant, um, where I was staying in Macomb, and said, well, can you uh, send some of the SNCC people out into AMIT? Um, and so I went out to AMIT and began working there. And uh, the next time we went down, I was beaten, right? So um, this is, you're working your way through the levels of opposition. There, right? There's been some debate whether the Kennedy administration uh, did what it could have. That, that it, 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 some of the history tries to suggest that the Kennedy administration was very active in, in defending and helping the civil rights well, movement at this time. Well, here's the thing people need to understand. Um, what actually enabled us to do the work we did was the 1957 Civil Rights Act. Now, there you're dealing with Eisenhower, who's president, and LBJ, who is the Senate Majority Leader from Texas, right? So they get together and pass the first Civil Rights Act since Reconstruction, right? And people say, oh, this is a toothless bill. Actually, Jackie Robinson fires off a telegram to Eisenhower, right, protesting this, this toothless bill. But um, that bill didn't anticipate SNCC. So that bill was for, um, you know, Tuskegee professors who qualified under anybody's standard, right? Um, but it said in there that you can't, you know, interfere with these people when they're trying to register, and you also can't interfere with people who are trying to help them, right? So the Freedom Rides, remember, penetrated the sit-in movement into Mississippi. And the Freedom Riders, when they got out of jail at Parchment, were looking to do direct action. Right? Um, and they actually, Marion Barry comes down to Macomb, right, and organizes the young people that we've been working for on voter registration, right, organizes them uh, to do sit-ins. They sit in, Brenda Travis, who's 16-year-old, uh, high school student, uh, when she's arrested, they send her off to juvenile detention, right? And so the students, when school opens, decide they're going to walk out and protest this, right? And so we have this big, uh, you know, the first kind of mass demonstration in the Deep South, right? 118 
high school students marching out. What year are we in? We're in 61, right? Um, and um, and it, after that happens, we're arrested. We're spending our time in jail, about 18 of us in jail, right? Um, and on the 39th day, we get our, our bail. Otherwise, we're in jail for a couple of years, right? Um, so there's no, there's no legal recourse. You don't have people who are able to put up their property for bonds, right, to get people out of jail. So um, at that point, uh, SNCC, I think, the direct action people in SNCC agree that uh, we're not going to be able to do. They were faced with whether they want to do the Nelson Mandela. I mean, if they're going to do direct action, then they've got to do the Mandela. They've got I mean, to go to get jail for a long time. Stay in jail for a long time, right? So that didn't happen. We're going to continue this discussion with Bob Moses on Reality Asserts Itself on the Real News Network. Please join us.